Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This episode is brought to you in part by Noom. Forget one-size-fits-all diets. With Noom, you get a personalized weight loss plan that's tailored to your lifestyle. No food is off-limits. Enjoy your favorites while discovering healthier habits. Noom's users love the flexible approach, blending psychology and biology to help you lose weight in a way that's sustainable for you. And great news for foodies. Noom just released the Noom Kitchen Cookbook with 100 delicious, healthy recipes. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M. Com. Grab your copy of The Noom Kitchen wherever books are sold. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome to the Absolutely Not Podcast, where we do the most and the least at the same damn time. I'm your host, Heather McMahon. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of the Absolutely Not Podcast. I'm your host, Heather McMahon. Well, I really thought I was going to bring the heat this week. I ordered all this stuff for a new setup where I could video record the podcast because you now in podcasting, you have to keep up with everybody fucking else, even though I bring you hot, fire, funny takes every week. It's not enough. Never is. But I would like to get this up on YouTube and be able to record it. But I got all my stuff and it didn't come until this morning. So I wanted to get this episode out, but I'm, I'm going to try and set up some sort of studio. I've been talking about it, but I told you it's a one woman operation over here and <laughs> I'm on hormones right now. So don't ask for much. I'm day three into, no, day four into taking shots for embryo freezing egg retrieval. And I guess I need to clarify once again, what exactly is going on. I'm trying to freeze embryos with my husband so that we have options to have babies because I have very low egg counts. So is it IV up? Cause then they'll have to put it back in my body and I'll have to do shots to prep my body again. But I don't really know how science works. All I know is I picked up a shopping bag, a cheesecake factory to go bag full of syringes, and I have no fucking idea what I'm doing. Absolutely not to the fact that they sent a just, I don't know, what am I, just a civilian? I'm just a civilian. They sent me home with little vials and lots of different needles, and I'm supposed to somehow, with a theater degree from the University of Mississippi, take a like a beaker, like a mad scientist and figure out how to swirl these chemicals together with the right measurements to then put in a syringe to then inject into my own body. This shit is fucking crazy. I sanitize my counter and we have this island in our kitchen that is, it's like a football field. I'm not exaggerating. The island, when anybody comes into our home, the first thing they say is, that's a big fucking island. My mother will never admit the island's too big. We're redoing the countertops. But I said, just for the purpose of letting her, like, 
just to keep the joke going, we're not going to reconfigure anything in our kitchen. I said, I want to leave the island that big. And my buddy, Jared, who's helping me with some design, he's like, Heather, we don't want to change. I go, no, this island is now like people come to the island, come to our home to see how big this island is. I say all this anyways. I sanitize the island. So I want you to picture just this huge fucking, it's got to be. I'm really bad at guessing people's ages and then guessing like eyeballing measurements. I'm like, something's got to be 300 feet. And they're like, that's almost to like the 10 yard line. That's not a normal thing. I'm going to guess it's, it takes me maybe 40 seconds to walk to the other end of it. That's probably an exaggeration. I don't ask me. It's just big. It's fucking big. Okay. So I sanitize it down. I spread all of the paperwork across. I spread all of these needles. I have to take three different shots a night, but you have to mix the medicine. So I'm watching tutorials on how to mix it. I don't know what 50 mill. this one needs 50 milliliters. The next drug needs 65 grams. I could be a drug dealer at the end of this. Like I now know how to like weigh vials, weigh a syringe. It's fucking nuts. So I call three of my other girlfriends in just a manic rage. Like, why did they let me come home with this? Which is, I'm sure a lot of people who have their first baby, I always, my girlfriends always say that they get home and they're like, why did anyone let me leave a hospital with another human being? I don't know what I'm doing. But of course your maternal instincts kick in and you figure it out. I could not figure this out. At no point did my scientific instincts kick in. I was like, I'm a chemist. I got this. Shout out to Kevin Chang, who was in my chemistry class, who didn't know. I cheated off him and he didn't know. And I still only made a C and he went to Harvard. Kevin had no idea. I was constantly trying to look off his page. So chemistry isn't my strong suit. Math is not my strong suit. Like I just don't, my brain doesn't actually, the gears don't crank to get to the level that you need to get to, to be able to add anything together. You know what I'm saying? So I have to FaceTime a nurse. I FaceTime one of the nurses. I, I Dr. Hasty, I got to give her a shout out in Atlanta. She is absolutely incredible. She's just been the best and her nursing team's fantastic. So this sweet nurse named Megan, listen, bitch, let me just fucking FaceTime you. Shout out to Megan. I don't know if you listen to the podcast, but if you do, you really saved my ass. And she was like, listen, Heather, the directions make no sense. These tutorial videos make no sense. I'll walk you through. Like she had to walk me through. I put the needle in one vial, scoop that out. Then you got to put it in another vial, mix that, shake that up. Then you got to put the needle back in the vial, take that out, then put it in another vial, then squirt that in, mix that. You see what I'm saying? It's not just put the needle in the vial, pull it out, 50 milliliters, bam, stick in your stomach. I have to fucking mix. I'm a, oh my God, I almost, what, what the fuck am I trying to say? <laughs> I'm a mixologist, baby. Almost a cosmetologist. Can I be honest with you? That's another reason why I wouldn't be a good hairdresser. You got to fucking mix bleach and no science and no ratios. Shout out to everybody in the beauty industry who has to know how much of this you add to that for the chemical reaction to get Auburn hair. You got to go to school for that shit. I studied abroad in Italy and took cooking classes and wine tasting. I should not be allowed to inject my body with human growth hormone. Pretty straightforward. So also shout out to my godmother, Angela. She, and I'm not, I don't think oversharing or missharing any of her stuff, but it took a long time for her to get pregnant with her son. And so she's done this a lot. She's girl, I've done so many injections. Like I would love to come over and help you out. So she walked me through it. She filled up a bunch of needles. So I'd have it for the weekend. And she gave me my first shots. Not too bad. However, she did say, 
tell Jeff that it's fucking miserable because you need a gift out of this. And my point is I flip my shit. I didn't think that the hormones were going to affect me as bad because I just physically felt nasty, but emotionally I had been fine. And this morning I woke up and I was like, you haven't tried to have sex with me in 24 hours and I don't have any presents at the foot of my bed. Our bed, but right now it's my bed. And he's, are you okay? I thought you were doing shots and you were on your period this weekend. I thought maybe you wanted a little break from the dick. And I go, I want the dick now more than ever. And the fact that there is not a Rolex waiting for me at the foot of my bed with a hard penis, I'm very upset about. He's like, you're sending me a lot of mixed signals. And I said, you shouldn't have to read my mind. I need to be dicked down. And then I need you to go away and bring me back a pub sub because I'm on human growth hormones and I'm starving. I don't feel bad for Jeff. But my point was that Angela said, she said, I got to whisper it. She said, make him think that the shots are very painful because you need gifts. And he has not brought me a gift yet. And I would like a present is what I'm trying to say. I don't know what hit me on Saturday. I cleaned the house. I got a chemical burn from Fabuloso. If you know what I'm talking about, it's the purple stuff they use to clean with. I believe Fabuloso, it's a fabulous product. Let's see, let's Google who makes Fabuloso. I literally like a level of Fabuloso. Everyone's like, we're using non-toxic. I'll clean chemicals in my house. I'm like, no, I want my fingers to peel off because there's been so much bleach, pine salt, and Fabuloso in my bathroom. You know what I'm saying? Like Raymond and I have this theory. If a housekeeper, any sort of home cleaner comes into your house and that purple shit walking through the door, you're like, this shit's about to be lit. You know them, you love them, you take them when you're drinking so that you don't feel like crap the next day. I'm talking about DHM Detox by No Days Wasted. It's a really cool thing. Science. I'm learning a lot about it. DHM Detox uses research science to help boost your body's natural response to alcohol and help break down those pesky toxins that make you feel crappy after drinking. Forget the brain fog and that gross next day feeling. Just take two capsules after your first couple of drinks and it goes to work. If you're having a bigger night out, just double up and take two packets. I've been talking about this company for over a year and I don't want you to be wasting any days. So think about it. How much is your next day worth? For just a couple of dollars, you can bounce back and support your liver all at once. It's completely risk-free purchase. So if you don't love it, they'll refund you on your first box. That's a really easy decision. I've got you 20% off your order and free shipping in the U.S. Just head over to nodayswasted.co. That's nodayswasted.co slash absolutely and use promo code absolutely at checkout. That's nodayswasted.co slash absolutely for 20% off your order. And I got you feeling great the next day. Again, take two pills after you start drinking and let it go to work so that you can have no days wasted. I got a wild hair up my ass on Saturday. I mean, y'all would have thought I was on a Cuban coffee and methamphetamines. I was zip-zap-zopping around my house, hitting the fabuloso on this. I'm cleaning out closets. I'm cleaning. I went into my mom's closet and just started reorganizing. Just, are you okay? And I said, no, I'm not. I'm on human growth hormone and I'm fucking getting shit done. I mean, I had to. And then I'm like, okay, I'm also doing a lot right now. And Jeff, 
I never said I will never be the wife that bitches about him playing golf because I think it's fantastic. I'd rather him be playing golf than at a strip club. It's good for him. Half the time it's business. He's networking. He's doing his thing. That's his happy place. Great. My happy place is being in my fucking basement office bitching to y'all for two and a half hours. That's my happy place. Leave me alone. I'm never going to bitch about him playing golf. But this weekend, I have done all this organizing that I brought on myself. Nobody asked me to do it. Bleach the tip of my fingertips off. So technically, I could go out right now and commit a crime and leave no trace. Not a print because there's nothing left. It's raw meat. I just felt like he should come home to a clean house and then be like, here's a Rolex. Like, why have I not gotten a fucking gift? And no, you're not listening to this podcast sped up. I'm just speedballing because I'm raging. I haven't gotten laid and I'd like a gift. And our love language between Jeff and I has never been materialistic things. We really, for most of our relationship, didn't have the money. And so we always just said, let's spend money. We like to eat. I'd rather go to dinner. I don't need something. But I don't know why this morning I woke up horny and hungry for materialistic possessions. I was like, where is my new Gucci? He's like, what? I said, yeah, I'd like a present. You played golf all fucking weekend. I doused my body in pine saw, pine saw, excuse me, I got country there, pine saw, and I rolled over our hardwood floors. I don't even know if pine saw goes on the hardwood floors, but I did it. He did have to cut his, his golf game short yesterday, though, because God, I was sitting outside sunbathing and Rhea Tony pulled the hose that goes to our pool pump all the way out and the faucet exploded. So then I had to figure out what to do. So I call him panicked because our backyard, we have drains, but our backyard, we had running water. The next thing you know, you get a $1,000 water bill and you're like, who done it? Rhea Tony did. So Jeff was a sweetheart. He cut his golf game short. Thank God we live next to the club. And we're in the front yard having to turn off the sprinkler system. And I still, even though I made him come home to fix technically our son's problem, I just woke up today fucking raging like, where is my gift? You know what I'm saying? And it's not that we're content in the relationship. We keep it hot and heavy. But I just realized now that the drugs are, they're pushing me to a very dominant place. I'm already bossy. I just know what I like and I go for it. I've become very bossy since I've been working out of our house. So shout out and apologizing to my family. But it's just, I have to get things done at a certain time. And I'm always like, you guys got to get the fuck out. I got to work. And they have jobs too, but it just, I've been raging because I, it's just me. You know what I mean? I've got to get it done. I'm the only one who can do the entertainment. And that's the way I feel. I'm sitting here, beside note, in underwear that are rolling down, okay, because I'm so swollen over my abdomen. My fupa is very hard. It's, it's like a pregnancy casing because it's getting filled with engorged eggs so that then they can rip them out of my body take Jeff's DNA, put it together and put them on ice. It's a weird feeling. So my underwear are rolling down. I'm in a robe that I stole from a hotel in LA and it's fantastic. I've got one eyebrow on. I don't know why I put on makeup to then record this. Y'all can't see me, but you will be able to see me because we're working on that. I got to build the studio today. Anyways, my point is I woke up horny, needing gifts, and I can't deal with anyone's bullshit. So I just need to warn everybody for the next week, don't bring your bullshit to me because I don't want it. Unless you bring me a party platter, unless you bring me a 
bag of goodies, a Hallmark gift card, a new pair of Adidas. I woke up at 7 a.m. and spent $400 on skims. Skims, why? I don't know, looked comfortable. My tits are too big for any bra. I'm busting out of everything. And here we are. I'm just online shopping at 7 a.m., sweating through my bed, my underwear rolling down on themselves. And I'm like, Jeff, let's fuck. (laughs) And he's, no, I'm scared. (laughs) I'm like, give it to me now. Watch out for those loose needles on the bedside table. Again, scientists, doctors, you should not allow people to do this medical shit at home by themselves. Shout out to anybody who's diabetic and has had to give themselves insulin shots. Shit, shout out. Damn, y'all been holding it down, doing the damn thing. And shout out to other women and other people who've done it. Also, side note real quick. I'm just going to get to this and then we'll get into the voicemails. While I'm raging, I'm done with Demi Lovato. I've <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This bitch pissed me off this morning over the dumbest shit. I just feel like she's had seven documentaries, hasn't she? She's been through shit. I am not denying that. She has had a struggle. She's been very open and honest about that, which I appreciate. But it's like, we get it, Demi. You're upset about everything. She's had three different documentaries, I'm pretty sure. Like, anytime something happens, she has a documentary about it. She cut her hair short. We're about to have a documentary about it. No one cares. And then today, she's all about being this politically correct activist warrior, which, listen, there's a lot of shit we need to fix in the world. I think that's fantastic. But I can't right now with the fact that she's throwing one of my favorite Froyo places in L.A. under the bus because she said it perpetuates diet culture because they have sugar-free options at the Froyo stand. Shout out to the Big Chill. I love it. She said that when you walk in the store, they have like sugar-free and low-fat options. Guess what? It's yogurt. People who are diabetic have to watch their sugar intake. Maybe you have hypoglycemia. Maybe you have, I don't know, celiac, and you need something that's gluten-free or low sugar. Maybe you're like me, you're crippling eczema, and you need dairy-free some days because your skin will itch like ants are on it doing a fucking number from Chicago, the musical. <laughs> she was like, wait, fuck, what, what is the hashtag? Hold on, I gotta find it, I gotta find it. She has a new hashtag. Now listen, I think diet culture is toxic. Totally, I hate when people push their shit on us. But it's, oh my God, can we just have some fucking fro-yo? Maybe I gotta lose weight and I want sugar-free. Let me just live my life. Not everything is a battle. You know what I mean? Not everything is a thing. Plenty of people like low-fat chips. Great. And then on the other end of it, you got the people who are taking the fat bombs. They're like, I put extra butter and everything. Do you? I don't care. Some days I like a light, crisp, cool option of a sugar-free vanilla. Is it probably 100% malodextrin? Sure. Is it delicious? Absolutely. Demi, relax. My God. Hey, okay. (laughs) Don't you love how I was just like, you know what? I'm done with Demi. You know what I love, though? A Demi Glaze. A Demi Blanc. Mm. If I see Demi Glaze on anything on a menu, I'm like, I'm in. They could be selling just some loose tuna with a Demi Glaze. 
I'll get it. I'll get loose, not even seared, just a loose tuna with a little demi glaze. And I'm put it on my plate. I'm ready to go. Okay, listen, I got to get into the uh, the voicemails, the hotline. As always, you can call in 800-213-7503. There were so many voicemails. I'm trying to do more of these because y'all keep requesting them. I also want to get back to getting our guests on, but let me know who you want to hear from. I, I really, I have my friends and the people that I love, but if there's somebody that you want me to bring on and interview and chit chat with and get another funny, ridiculous human perspective from, I would love uh, your suggestions. So let me know what you want to hear. Nobody from The Bachelorette or Vanderpump Rules. I don't know that shit. So I'm not bringing on Colton. Who the fuck is Colton? He's gay? All right, who isn't? Let's get to the voicemails. Step up your snack game this spring and treat yourself to some delicious macro bars. It's a mother-daughter-owned company and it's based in a small rural community. Go Macro's mission is to spread awareness for a balanced plant-based lifestyle. Not only are the bars Friggin' delicious. You know I love them, and I'm so thrilled that they've been a part of this podcast. But they also help support our planet. All Go Macro products are made 100% with renewable energy and sustainably sourced ingredients. I don't even know what that means at this point in my life, but that sounds fucking fantastic. Available in mouthwatering flavors like oatmeal chocolate chip, blueberry and cashew butter, and maple sea salt, all macro bars are certified organic, vegan, and gluten-free. Literally, if you have any sort of like food allergy, there's going to be a macro bar for you, okay? So don't feel overwhelmed if you're like, I I can have this, but I can't have that. Go macro covers it all. If you have a severe food allergy or dietary restriction, Go Macro offers three delicious nut-free flavors, as well as, listen to this, seven certified Food map, it might be FODMAP, I don't know, friendly flavors so that everyone can enjoy a delicious snack. Get your hands on some of Go Macro's delicious macro bars today by going to gomacro.com and using promo code absolutely for 30% off plus free shipping on all orders over $50. That's gomacro.com. Use promo code absolutely for 30% off plus free shipping on all orders over 50 bucks. Hey, Heather, it's Mel from St. Louis. Been following you a while now. Saw you at the Creepy Haunted Theater pre-COVID. Love you dearly. Please come back. I'm power walking and podcasting. So if I sound like I'm out of breath, that's why. I haven't absolutely not. Um, It is when women are jumping down each other's throats asking if they're pregnant. Like, can't I just drink a Sprite every once in a while? Um, you know, like, why are they always asking? And it's always other women. And always, if you say you have exciting news, their eyes ball out of their heads, like you're about to say they're having a baby and you're just there with some measly job news. This has got to stop. Can it, Lindsay? It's always Lindsay. Anyway, love and light. Thanks for the giggles. Please come back to St. Louis. Thanks for sharing all of your fun stories. Hey, sister friend, so glad you're on a nice long walk. Walking's great. I think we should do more of it. That's why I was always so thin in Italy because I walked all over Firenze. I feel very passionate about what you just said about are you pregnant? Are you pregnant? Let me riddle, you know, break down, if you will, how I feel about sharing kind of my embryo, egg freezing, infertility, maybe fertile. We don't know. It's all fucking weird. The doctors say a million things. It's up in the air. And then I kind of don't understand why I lay in bed at night. And I think, why did I share this with everybody on Instagram? Because this is like really intimate part of my life. But then I'm like, this is what I do for a living. And then it just like, I spiral. Um, 
just as it's so fucking annoying when people ask you, are you pregnant? Fully hear you. Fully fucking hear you. And you know what? I probably said it to my friends who've already had kids because I figure once you have a kid, you're just constantly pregnant. You know what I mean? Because I felt like I was so a part of everyone's journey, even though not a single one of my fucking friends allowed me in the delivery room. That is where I thrive. I am a coach. I need to be on the sidelines. I want to hold a leg and be a part of it. I wasn't even invited to go to like, you know, fucking baptisms. God, I'm so sorry. I did not mean to say fucking baptism. I'm sorry. I am so sorry, Lord. But that's where I'm at. My teeth are grinding. I've been so fired up. Look, I don't know why I thought that my friends were going to say, we want you in the delivery room. Like, oh, you want this to be an intimate moment with your husband? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'll probably live stream my birth. Anyways, I have been sharing so much of like what's been going on and the amount of women, specifically women, I'm calling P2P other little bitches out because I don't know why we do this to each other. And it's a self-sabotage. It's something, it's some weird, deep subconscious level where it's like, we all got to be fucking miserable together. You know what I'm saying? I I fucking said it. I did it. But fucking lay off me, Tammy. I've got two good eggs that I'm trying to fucking put on ice so I can finish my fucking job. Okay? The message I keep getting is, why don't you just get pregnant? Why aren't you inseminating yourself? Why aren't you? It's fucking mind-boggling. It's mind-boggling. The amount of women. Why aren't you just getting pregnant? Where is your baby? Are you getting pregnant? Like. Chill the fuck out. If you don't think, because I already share so much of my life, the moment I pee on a stick and it says, check please, that I will share that on Instagram, you're out of your mind. I will. You know me. Raw, real, transparent. Also fucking embarrassing to myself. But I'm like, you don't, you haven't had a conversation with my fucking doctor. Don't tell me just to throw this shit back in my body. You don't know what my body's been through. And I have a very like, Nothing fucking gets me, but because I am on human growth hormone right now, I warned y'all that this was going to be a cunty fucking podcast. Okay. I am revved up. I was moving furniture all weekend. I have chemical burns from Fabuloso. I don't want to fucking hear it. Why don't you just get pregnant? Well, guess what? Maybe my body isn't ready. Maybe my uterus needs a timeout, Tammy. Fucking makes me crazy. Yes, I know. You know, somebody will respond and say, it's just that we love you and Jeff and we can't wait to see your babies. No, I have shit that I've got to do. And if I had a baby tomorrow, blessings, love from the Lord. Thank God. I put rigatoni in a papoose in the front, baby in the back. You know what I'm saying? And I would go on stage and I would do my fucking job. But I got a lot of shit right now that I've got to accomplish. It's not even just about work. It's also about the fact that my body is not in a good place right now to give birth. And I'm not talking about a washboard abs. That's not a fucking thing. Never will be in my life. At no point will you Wikipedia Heather McMahon and it'll say ripped abs. That's not it. What I'm just saying is like the rest of my hormones are fucked up right now. So carrying on a baby is not necessarily going to help my health. Does that make sense? So I am taking my eggs out the three that I have left, maybe if we're lucky, and I might have to do this multiple times to harvest enough eggs. I want you to imagine you go out to a chicken coop and you got the one hen and she's only giving you two eggs and you're walking out, you're walking back to the farmhouse to cook some eggs 
and you drop one of them and now you only got one. And then you get to your little nonstick Teflon frying pan that's going to give you all sorts of fucking diseases later on down the road. You go to crack it, you get too much shell in there and you're like, fuck, and you try and scoop out the shell with the shell and then you take half the yolk with it and then you're left with maybe a quarter of an egg. That's where I'm at. So don't tell me, just have a baby. Just get pregnant. You have no fucking idea what's going inside my womb. And then I literally, there are days where people are like, thanks for sharing this experience. We're laughing together. You know, I have these wonderful women who've said, I did IVF. I had to do multiple rounds of this shit because I had no eggs or I had too many eggs, or I had PCOS, or this or that. Like, everybody's on their own fucking journey. But don't tell me when to have a fucking baby. And then on top of that, what you were saying, sorry, I've made this all about me. Because again, human growth hormone, I'm fucking raging. On top of that, yeah, when people are like, are you pregnant? Are you pregnant? Are you pregnant? No, no, Tabitha. I'm just fat. And I'm drinking my Sprite that I got from Sonic with the crushed ice and a pack of tater tots because it's a Wednesday and shit's popping off. Capiche? Capiche. It's fucking Wednesday and I want some tots. And that's the end of the story. Hear you, love you, ladies, P to P. You know what? I got an idea. If you think your friend's pregnant, just throw her for a loop. You know what I mean? Don't even say it. She's like, I got some news. Say something like, you're getting a divorce. (laughs) Say you're getting a divorce gleefully. You know what I mean? And then they'll be like, no, and just fuck with them. Because you're, listen, I'm on hormones and I'm already fucking spiraling. Just fuck with your pregnant friend and make them for like a split second think that you hate their husband. Like even your friend that you love. You know what I mean? If you're like at brunch somewhere cute, like at a Houston's or a Hillstone, you have your spinach dip and your iced tea, but you get a Sauvignon Blanc at like 11 a.m. and your friend's like, I'm just going to have a um, ginger ale. I'm feeling a little nauseous. <laughs> you know, she does that giggle. And then she looks out at the table because she wants everybody to be like, oh my God, are you pregnant? But instead, throw your friend for a loop and just go, oh my God, no, you're getting a divorce. <laughs> And then just start clapping and just see what they do. Your friend Caroline will be like, what? I'm I'm sorry. Do you not like Cooper? And you're like, no. Oh my God, girl. I, we love Cooper. We just, oh my God. Sorry. Wow. <laughs> this is embarrassing. I'm going to get my, um, I'm going to get my rack of ribs to go. <laughs> and this is not to throw hate and shade at any of your pregnant friends. I'm fucking ecstatic and thrilled anytime. My girlfriends are bringing life into the world. I just really wish that they would let me be in the um, the delivery room. I've said this before. Put me in, coach. I'm ready. Batter up. I'd have a walk-in song. You know, I'd have a tool belt on just in case. Old school camcorder VHS over one shoulder. Selfie stick. Like, I want to be a part of it. I will live stream my birth eventually, I'm sure. Because I, I don't know if it's, I don't know if I need to like talk to somebody about it. Is it like voyeurism? Like, what is it? in my brain where I'm like, this is, I need to share this. Maybe it's just from being a comic. You know, what I discuss, what I take on the road with me, what I, what I talk about on Instagram is I can only speak from my point of view, right? My perspective. But I just really wish that my friends would let me be in the delivery room. That's it. I'm going to let get that off my chest. But in the meantime, instead of, are you pregnant? Be like, are you getting a divorce? Even if you love their husband, you know what I mean? And I love all my friends' husbands, except like four. You know, and that's another thing. And I would never tell them that. They don't even really listen to the podcast. So I'm not stressed about it. But try that. Try that on like your best friend. 
But then you have to like, be like, no, listen to Heather's podcast. She was kidding. She told us to do it. <laughs> and if this backfires, don't fucking blame me. Prank at your own risk, bitch. But yeah, are you pregnant? No, no. I just want tater tots and a fucking ice cold, delicious, beautiful fountain Sprite. There is nothing better. There is nothing better than a fountain Sprite. When you're hungover, when you're not hungover, when it's a Tuesday, when it's a Saturday, on your wedding day, on your baby's baptism, an ice cold Sprite, bada bing, bada boom, refreshing as hell. Let's get to the next voicemail. Heather, it's Rachel from Louisiana, from New Orleans, Louisiana, actually. I have an absolutely not. So the other night I got a Instagram DM from a girl who said I was an absolute whore and needed to stay away from her boy. Um, little does she know that we're related. So um, absolutely not to calling other girls absolute whores when they're related to your ex-boyfriend. All right, love and light. Thank you, Heather. We appreciate Gucci all you do. The Gucci Gang here is in full support. Have a good Sunday. This made me laugh so hard. Because <laughs> I would do that. Like I'm calling myself out if I, I see some of y'all who slide in Jeff's DMs. I've screenshot. I've put you on a fucking bulletin board in my basement. And when I see you at the shows, you may not leave with your Achilles intact. Okay, Abigail. But this is fucking hysterical. You need to stay away from my man. You're a whore. You're like, that's my fucking cousin. Okay, everybody calm down. God, that made me laugh. That made me laugh so hard. And you know, when she was typing it, she was like, I got it. Like, I know exactly what I'm going to say. Also, I spelled whore in all caps, W-H-O-R-E, because whore when it's just H-O-R-E, that's positive. You're a whore. You're like, that's, we used to take BAMs together. Tyler, that's my fucking cousin. I don't know if you know this, but he used to wear night gear, headgear to bed. He got circumcised at 14 because something happened at the hospital when he was a kid. Relax, like relax. Yes, I'm his cousin and I've seen his dick, but not in that way. Okay, relax. It's my cousin. And honestly, even if you were talking to somebody, even if you were sliding in a guy's DMs and it wasn't your cousin, I feel like you could just say that as an excuse. Like if you're worried that this girl's going to come after you, you could also be like, he's my cousin. Because it could be first, second, third, fourth. No one's going to, no one's going to ask. You know what I'm saying? No one's going to be like, on which bloodline? So one, it's a good excuse if you are trying to slide into someone's DMs. But two, if somebody comes after you, like that's great. Um, ew, first of all, First of all, Lindsay, he's my fucking cousin. Relax. <laughs> Bye. And then the girl's going to be like, oh my God, I'm like so embarrassed. I, I apologize. I just, wow, sorry. You're right. You're right, girl. You're right. Oh, fuck. Why do I feel like I'm, <laughs> it's a lot of female sabotage. I'm sorry. I'm not mad at y'all. I'm actually mad at Jeff. I'm just taking it out on all of us. But that's funny. Also, why are we so quick to call each other whores? You know what I mean? It's a, it's a term of endearment to me. There's a difference between like a whore, a sex worker, a slut, and then somebody who's just down to like do a little angel dust and have a good time. You know what I'm saying? There's a big difference. You know, sex workers get paid. That's an actual job. I don't know what the benefits are like, but they get cash, you know? Also, that's another thing. If somebody says you're a whore, you could also say, 
check out my, this is my LinkedIn page. I am, in fact, a sex worker. Say, no, I'm not a whore. I'm a sex worker. And then you're really fucking with them because then they're going to think, you dudes paying for sex. That's what's up. Shout out to anybody who's in the adult industry and makes a living. You do you. Don't know where I'm going with this. Just find this entire conversation super fucking ridiculous. (laughs) You talking to my man? You're a whore. That's my cousin, Lindsay. Wow. Wow. That's just what you need to say. Even if her name's like, I don't know, Carol Ann, just be like, that's my cousin, comma, Lindsay. And then she'll be so fucking confused. God, I'm just really fired up today. Let's get to the next voicemail. Shopping for new clothes can be hard. And with my weight fluctuating like it is these days, I'll tell you what, one day I'm a, you know, extra large. The next day I'm I'm larger. Let's be honest, we're not going backwards. The good thing is Stitch Fix can help redefine all of your looks and help you adjust your wardrobe as seasons change, styles change. You know, one minute I'm like Zoom casual. The next minute I got to be dressed up. I mean, are we, we're leaving our houses doing the most these days. I forgot what it was like going to my closet and have to put something together. The cool thing is Stitch Fix makes it easy to find clothes you love. Shopping for clothes can be daunting and you never know if things will fit. Returns are difficult and you don't even know where to start when you walk in the store. This season, let Stitch Fix do all the hard work. Stitch Fix lets you try on pieces at home before you buy, keep what you love and return what you don't. Stitch Fix has free shipping, easy returns and exchanges and prepaid return envelope is already included. There's no subscription required. So try Stitch Fix once or set up an automatic delivery. You'll just pay $20 styling fee for each box, which will get credited towards pieces you keep. And there's no hidden fees ever. Get started with stitchfix.com. Go to stitchfix.com slash absolutely. And you'll get 25% off when you keep everything in your fix. That's stitchfix.com slash absolutely for 25% off when you keep everything in your fix. Again, stitchfix dot com slash absolutely. Hey there, Heather. I have an absolutely not for you. All of my friends, including myself, are either in our late 20s to late 30s. I myself am in between. And my absolutely not is friends who don't text back. Like I completely understand that I'm not at the center of my friends' lives as I should not be. I have two kids and I currently am pregnant. So I fully appreciate being busy and having a life outside of friends. But it pisses me off when I'm trying, you know, I've been living in a quarantine bubble as the rest of the world has for the past year. I want to rekindle my friendships and really put some effort into the ones that I love. And it's disheartening when my friends won't text me back, but then I have to go on social media and see all the shit that they're posting. And then at best, get a response three days later with a ha ha ha, so sorry, I just now seeing this. I it's absolutely not like we're can we all not agree that we all have our phones on us at all the time and the least that you can do is type n o am i right absolutely not text your friends back do the right thing love and light hey girl um so this was a jab directed directly towards me that that was a message from the lord sent to me I currently at this exact time ooh it's 11:11 make a wish i currently have 153 unopened text messages. I'm that person. I'm your cunty friend. You follow me on Instagram. You see what I've been doing. You saw what I dealt with all weekend. You knew I was at one point sitting outside just looking at outdoor furniture magazines, just 
flipping through, doing nothing. And you text me and I didn't text you back. That's on that. That's a message to me. I'm sorry. I've been saying this since day one. I'm a phone call gal. I do get a little overwhelmed. I've had the same number for a long time. It's about time to change. And a lot of people text me for nothing. And then what happens is I'll see, okay, okay, you know, okay, Mary, text me. Okay, great. I will respond to that in a minute. And then I don't respond. And then three days later, I'm like, I never fucking responded. There's no excuse. I'm not good on text. If you know me, you call me, FaceTime me. I will always answer that, but it's unacceptable. And it's not, and I'm not saying I have a lot of text messages because that like I'm, a, I'm popular. I am not. No one fucking calls me on the weekend to do shit. My phone does not ring for activities. My phone now rings for free shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm over here used and abused. People are like, can you make a phone call to such and such? I need some free shit. I'm like, that's my fucking free shit. Come over to my garage. I'll give you some face products. Cheap fucking friends. Whores. Um, it's my fault. It's my fault. You know, if you call me and text me and I don't call or text you back, I'm in a gutter. You need to check on me. But the texting is overwhelming. I can't even, every day it's like I wake up and there's people who are texting me who they don't even want to talk to me. I'm like, why are you texting me though? You know what I'm saying? You know, I got a girl from college who I met in the freshman dorm for a split second who's like, hey, girl, thought you'd want to, you know, I don't know, do coke with me this weekend, checking in on you. You're like, what? My own close friends don't call me to hang. But this bitch, Tiffany, Tiffany's like, let's do coke. I'm like, where? And then I'll respond to that one. I'm like, where do you live? She's like, Mobile, Alabama. And I'm like, fuck it. Let's road trip. I'm just bitter. I'm fired up. I don't know why these hormones are. I didn't think they were going to affect me emotionally. And today I woke up with a hornet of my urethra just fucking pumping full of rage. But this was this is a message to me. I'm sorry. I'm going to do better. In fact, I'm going to take an hour today, go through my text messages. And I know that some of my friends are listening to this and then they get a text. Hey, just saw this because I actually did just see it. Like I get to the end of the day and I just, or I'm in 55 fucking group texts. And then I'm like, I don't even know how to catch up to this. So then I have to text my main group text. Hey, can somebody give me a summary? That's why I got a fucking Apple watch so that I could see the text on my fucking wrist. And then I wanted my Apple watch to look like a Rolex. So I ordered a new chain for it on whatchamacallit, Amazon, Jeff Bezos bullshit. And what happened? The thing broke after three days. So now my Apple Watch just sits like another fucking iPhone with nothing. It's just like a loose, almost like a Tamagotchi. You remember the Tamagotchis? That's my, that's my Apple Watch. It's a, it's a Tamagotchi. You know how fucking annoying those were beeping all the time? That's basically it. So I, I don't even pay attention to the Apple Watch. My sister literally said, you have to have an Apple Watch because you don't respond to shit. And I'm like, it's because... of the time, I don't, what do you want me to say? Hey girl, haven't spoken to you in 25 years. Will you be the godparent to my baby? And I'm like, honestly, yes, I'll respond to that text. I will. Thank you. Cause nobody else has asked me to be the fucking godparent to their baby, which also makes me spiral and think, wow, wow. Y'all want me to get pregnant, but you don't want me to take care of your baby in case anything were to happen suddenly and abruptly, unexpectedly. So riddle me this. (laughs) What are we doing here? 
I don't even know who my godparents are. And I know I'm making a bigger deal out of this, but still I'm new money. I would think that my friends would say, wow, at least find your richest friend and ask them to be the godparent. And whether you're like Catholic and it's like, like being a godparent in, I think, Presbyterianism, Protestantism, you know, just being like chill. It's more like, hey, I want to make sure that you have a good walk with God, but also like, yo, I'm your rich aunt. Like, you know, I'm going to take you to Six Flags on that fast pass. <laughs> okay, you know what I'm saying? But in Catholicism, it's very much so, it's got to be like a member of the family, right? I got three Catholic friends. They have not called me to be the God. None of my friends have asked me to be the Godparent of their child and I'm spiraling about it. <sighs> so don't get jelly when a random bitch from fucking Mobile, Alabama calls me and says, do you want to do coke with me and be the godparent of my baby? And I will say, yeah, yeah. New phone, who dis? I'm in. And when that little baby is decked out at Christmas with head to toe mink fur outfits for life, you're going to wish he had asked me. I know that this entire bit was about not texting back, but you see where I'm at? It's an emotional raw roller coaster. Let's get to the next voicemail. Hi, Heather. This is Marla calling from Virginia. I have an absolutely not for you. Absolutely not to people who freak out and get so angry when a baby cries on a plane. Think about the parents. Do you think they're not upset and embarrassed and stressed and tired and self-conscious that their baby is crying? Get over it. Crying is a weird thing for even an adult to do and be a little bit empathetic about what the parents are going through and what the baby is going through. We'll get over it. They'll cry. They'll be okay. And then we can all move on. Flying is stressful. Absolutely not. Do not be rude or upset at the parents who are doing their best. I just find it so unacceptable. Thanks so much, Heather. We all love you. Marla, I could not agree with you more. I have said this for years. When a baby cries, you always hear the one asshole go, oh, oh, I'm sorry, sir. You're inconvenienced by a child doing its natural thing. You know who does this? Like Jeff is so sensitive to her children, but I feel like he's the guy, like he's like the epitome of the man who'd be like deep eye roll, like, oh, like an audible groan. You think that child wants to be in 12A dealing with your bullshit? That child can feel your passive aggressive energy three rows back. I completely agree with you. It's like, I mean, there's, there's a whole absolutely not just a plain etiquette that we need to go through. But anybody who like audibly tries to make a scene or a stink over a child's ears popping on the descent needs to literally be put in front of the emergency exit door and ejected out. The child's ears are hurting, sir. That's why I don't snorkel often because I get water in my ears and it's not great. Ugh, the audacity of adults. Maybe I am a little maternal because here I am protecting a child. Always, of course I would. You know what I mean? I completely agree. Oh, there's a baby crying. Yeah, there's 600 people on this flight. 12 people ripping ass. 16 people having loud conversations on speakerphone and we haven't even fucking taken off yet. Probably 45 folks who've taken off their shoes like fucking animals. One bitch just walked to the lavatory with socks on, raw, just socks. 
you know, the lady in three C's so fucked up on Chardonnays, she just probably wet herself. So give the baby a little slack because I'm pretty sure it's not his fault, but everybody in here who's of voting age, 18 and up, needs to figure their shit out. Wow. Next voicemail. Thank God I asked my doctor. I said, listen, I'm doing, uh, you know, this egg freezing. Am I allowed to have a beverage? She said, honey, you'll probably need one. So what am I doing? I'm hitting a busy hard seltzer before I got to do injections because, hey, you know, I need to treat yourself. The one thing I love is that Vizzy is a hard seltzer crafted with antioxidant vitamin C. It's extracted from the acerola cherry, which is a super fruit with 30 times more vitamin C per cup than an orange. Who knew you could crack open one of those babies and give yourself some nourishment? There's plenty of hard seltzers to choose from. Trust me, okay? Everybody tries to send me some, but I'm loyal to Vizzy because they have eight bold and delicious dual fruit flavors and antioxidant vitamin C, Vizzy makes the choice a little easier. And that's a lot tastier. They have pineapple mango, black cherry lime, strawberry kiwi, blueberry pomegranate, papaya passion fruit, watermelon strawberry, my absolute favorite, blackberry lemon, and raspberry tangerine. Um, I'll tell you what. What I do is too, I made this nice cocktail. I take muddled blackberries, little squirt of lemon, in a glass, muddle, muddle, so it's a little muddy. And then I put some nice ice, poured the Vizzy over it. And it's, I mean, people think I'm craft cocktailing over here. Little do they know, I just added a little extra fruit to the already delicious blackberry lemon Vizzy. With Vizzy, you can enjoy refreshment now with antioxidant vitamin C. And at 5% ABV, which is alcohol by volume, only 100 calories and less than one gram of real cane sugar per can, every sip of Vizzy is more exhilarating. Uh, listen, Upgrade your hard seltzer to Vizzy. To find out where you can purchase Vizzy, go to V-I-Z-Z-Y hardseltzer.com slash absolutely. That's VizzyHardSeltzer.com slash absolutely. Must be 21 or over. Hey, Heather. This is Chelsea. My absolutely yes is getting away from toxic people. You know? You just got to. Also, I'm eating a hot dog. My bitch here is making a fire. And I just want to kind of shout out to the women of East Texas. I think they're... Badass bitches. Love and light. Chelsea with the C, Terry with an I, I think. A strong power lesbian couple from East Texas. They left about seven voicemails with all their friends this weekend. Um, Chelsea did want me to let you know that she is, in fact, in a relationship with a woman. And I said, let's do it. I mean, I'm really throwing bitches under the bus this weekend, but I think this is what we needed to really pull it back in to harness our female energy. Chelsea did call and the voicemails, I don't know if they were in a bad soul service, but this is the only voicemail out of the 10 that they they left that was really clear. So I figure I needed to give her a shout out, but also, um, you know, a nice button to the episode. Chelsea, um, I've been to East Texas. I went to a wedding actually in Manny, Louisiana, which is called East Texas because it's right on the border. There was nowhere to eat in town, not a single restaurant except a um, solid, I believe, Sitco gas station where we ate breakfast the morning of the wedding and had boudin balls, boudin balls, which is gator. And I had the fucking time of my life. I had one of those. I chugged a Mountain Dew and then I fucking partied for 12 hours straight at a wedding. And it was, honestly, if you, if you haven't seen East Texas, you need to go. East Texas, West Louisiana. You need to see it. It's a wild place. And I'm not surprised that you're a thriving power lesbian in that part of the world. Good for you. I hope you have a farm with some goats, you know? I just hope you're thriving. But anyways, back to your statement. 
Um, absolutely yes to cutting out toxic people in your life. I could not agree with you more. I feel like a lot of my friends are going to cut me out after this, <laughs> you know, just scathing podcast episode. Yeah. I mean, and, and there, it doesn't just have to be people. It can be things. If you know something's not good for you and it's not bringing you joy and it's not fulfilling you in a positive way, then cut it out. Don't worry about it. I had to cut out Starbucks. They burned me bad. I'm not going back. I had to cut out Baltimore, the city. It's very triggering for me. It's not a warm, inviting place. I can't go. Come see me in D.C. You know, I've cut out other cities. Delaware, states. I don't need it. I still love the people who are from there, though. Please come to my shows. What else have I cut out of my life? American cheese could never do it. It's not real cheese. You and I both know it. It's wrapped in plastic. Don't come at me and say, cheese, you're not. You're oil. My biggest fear, I don't fuck with it. (sighs) What else have I cut out of my life that's toxic? You know, this whole idea that you can't have fucking breakfast. I understand the idea of intermittent fasting. I understood it before 90% of y'all because I never was a breakfast person. But honestly, some days I wake up and I just need food. You know, it's toxic when people are like, I don't eat before noon. Well, I fucking do. I woke up, my tummy was grumbling. I'm going to take a nice slice of pita, put it in my very fancy Breville toaster, get it nice and crispy, put a little Romesco sauce on it, take a hard-boiled egg, slice at an angle. Then I'm going to put a little azutar. Azutar, go with it. Azutar, whatever. It's a Turkish seasoning from Trader Joe's. Then everything but the bagel seasoning. Then a little chili lime spice, and I'm going to crunch it down. It's fucking delicious. I hate when intermittent fasters like shame you for eating at 9 a.m. Mm, eating at 9? Cut us at 2. I know I'm going to eat something at 8.30 because I feel like it. Some days I don't eat till 1. Some days I want to eat at 7.45. Fucking lay off me and let me eat at my own time. You get the intermittent fasters where they're, they're you know, the little alarm goes off on their phone. Beep, 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 beep. Time to eat. Well, joke's on you. I just had some jerky, okay? Break fast. I get it. Fasting from the night before. It's breakfast, though. Ugh, toxic. Get them out of your life. Don't deal with it. If you want to fast, fast, but don't fucking tell everybody about it. Some days I fast. Some days I don't eat till two because I'm like, ah, I'll get up, have a water, maybe a little coffee, do my thing. Then I'll go get a nice late lunch, whatever. My schedule's different than yours. Chelsea, do you understand what I'm saying? You feel me? And when it comes to relationships, when you cut out somebody who's toxic or you choose to not to have them in your life or, I don't know, don't return their texts, (laughs) you know, then they get upset. I have a toxic person in my life who says like, unbelievable. The only person I've ever met who's a victim and a bully at the same time. So it's like, you don't call. You don't call me. You sit at your house Year in, year out, pissed at everybody, but you, the, the phone works both ways. We're both adults. Toxic. And every time you've been sitting on your couch for nine months upset about something I didn't even know about, fucking call me. Ugh. Toxic people are the worst. Toxic things. Chemicals. Got to get them out. Got to get them out. Got to live, laugh, love. And if you have somebody in your life who's trying to dictate what you're going to do, you got to. That was me. Pushing the devil out of here. I'll rebuke it. Yep. Don't even. You know what I mean? I don't have to tolerate you. I'm an adult. I'm 34 years old. I have to tolerate paying my taxes. I don't have to tolerate you, Kimberly. I don't. 
we don't have to be friends. We don't have to hang out. You make me feel shitty (laughs) and remind me you're intermittent fasting all the time. I'm not inviting you to brunch. No. And that's okay. Um, Also, I wanted to say uh, to Chelsea, who called multiple times, every time she has introduced herself on these voicemails, she said, what is it? Um, She said, Chelsea from East Texas, hanging out with my skank-a-hoes, my tribe of skanks, something about skanks. And I just want her to know that I like that. Tribe of skanks. At the end of the day, we're all a tribe of skanks. You know, I said earlier about somebody calls you a whore. Let them know you're their cousin. But still, tribe of skanks is great. At the end of the day, you can be skanky and still a good person. Sometimes you're just a skank. You can smell skanky. You can dress skanky. You can elude skankiness. Some days you get up and you're like, it's Saturday. I'm going to be a little skanky. Doesn't necessarily mean sexual. It just means you're up to no good. A little mischief. Maybe you decide, you know, you're going to buy some rollerblades on Amazon. That's skanky. That is. That's a little skanky. It's devilish. It's living on the edge, you know? So it, include people in your tribe of skanks that make you feel good about yourself and that don't force some toxic bullshit on you. And if somebody makes you feel, eh, you tell them, hey, Kim, you know what? We've known each other a long time, but I don't have to put up with your shit. When you want to come to me with some love, light, positivity, levity, beg me to put up with your bullshit, then then maybe we can have a conversation. But in the meantime, between time, I'm hanging out with my girls, my tribe of skanks in East Texas, vibing. I love each and every one of you. Thank you for dealing with my rants and, and, and my rampage today. Really rampage. I apologize. I don't. That's what you tune in for. You don't want to hear the all the positive bullshit because some days we just got to get through it. As always, you can call into the hotline, 800-213-7503, the absolutely not line. I love each and every one of you. I will see you next week. Um, also, send me a list of the guests that you want. I need to know who you want. DM me. Let me know. Nobody from The Bachelor. I could care less. I'll see you next week. Arrivederci. Ciao, Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate us, and leave a review. And as always, follow me on Instagram at Heather K. McMahon. See you guys soon.